College baseball fans, college baseball is returning to Globe Life Field, home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers. Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas is kicking off the college baseball season by hosting some of the top teams in the country over three consecutive weekends. The action starts with the Shriners Children's College Showdown presented by Kubota from February 16th to the 18th and continues with the Kubota College Baseball Series from February 23rd to the 25th and March 1st to the 3rd. Visit globelifefield.com forward slash college baseball for more information. Tickets for all three weekends are on sale now. College baseball fans, it's time for the D1 Baseball Podcast with Mike Rooney, Aaron Fitt, and Kendall Rogers. Let's win every podcast. Now, here's the pride of the Newtown Edgemont Little League, Coach Rooney. Hello and welcome to the 52 Minutes of Heaven we call the D1 Baseball Podcast. I am your host, Michael Patrick Rooney, the third. Today's episode brought to us by our good friends at S2 Cognition. S2 Cognition delivers a revolutionary approach to helping athletes understand how in-game decisions impact their performance from youth levels all the way to the pros. Uh, we'll also thank our friends at Pitch Logic, the system used by players, coaches, scouts, and instructors at all levels of play from youth leagues to the big leagues. Easy to use and affordable technology makes the platform accessible to every player at every level. All the metrics features used at the highest level of the sport. See pitchlogic.com for more information. Pitchlogic.com. Uh, love, love, love our partnership with the friends, the, the, the good people at S2 and Pitch Logic. Uh, today, I am joined for the stock market game by Kendall J. Rogers, the Joseph J. Healy, who, who's kind of in a re- his program's rebuilding. And unfortunately, our defending champion, Zebby Barrels. You know, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. (laughs) I'm getting a little sick of it. Dominated last year's fantasy game. Dominated last year's stock game. 74 uh, win improvement for my my team selected. Just really a a, a tour de force performance. Tour de force. Uh, uh, Joe, any comment on like the rebuilding project that is uh, the franchise, the Jojo Joes. Where, where do we stand? We're mostly at this point of the game, runes. We're we're just focused on being process oriented. Um, we understand the results haven't necessarily been what we're looking for. I know there was some maybe some dissension in the ranks when it came to the player draft last week. Uh, we're cleaning some things up. We're going to keep that internal, though. I'm not going to comment on necessarily who's in charge of this draft room. Uh, it's going to be a team effort, and and look. Again, we're just we're going to go in there and keep to our process, and the results are just going to be what they are, honestly. And you know, we're just going to control what we can control. So I understand why you have to ask that question, but you know, we're going to keep that internal and um, you know, just move forward. Yeah, fair. Kendall, hey, uh, can I like I like oh go Fitz go just ahead, to, just to, to piggyback on that, just in case anyone's confused uh, about the, the 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 state of disgrace and disarray, really that that Joe's franchise is under. Uh, I had a seventy four win improvement for my squad last year. Uh, Joe Joe just eighteen, just eighteen win improvement. Not 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 great, Bob. That's a, a distant yeah. last place. And then and then and then Kendall Joe puts his his news his you know his his game notes out for this weekend. And the JoJo Joes refused to announce any type of rotation, just TBD, TBD, TBD. So, Kendall, my question for you is, Joe um, just being coy and trying to employ a strategy, or is this hashtag afraid to compete? Uh, I'm going to say afraid to compete until I see a strategy. <laughs> until, until further notice. Joe, th- this is, it's just, it's kind of, I think we're piling on now. 
I'm just trying to send a message to my guys with the, you know, with the TBAs, you know, this is a, it's, it's all competition. We're all competing here. You yeah. know, um, you know, you know nothing uh, yeah. is, nothing is given. It's all learned. I feel like I need to be careful with Joe because he did go to seeing Houston state university and he does know people and cut and shoot and they may Fair. know where I live. So sorry, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good, it's, it's a good way to, you know, it's, it's a good way to end up in the Hudson. I'll just put that way. <laughs> Man, that's a long uh, way to transport my body, man. Sleeping man. with the fishes. Very I was <laughs> trying to think of a closer river. The, 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 the the Trinity. That's how you end yeah, up the in Trinity. the Trinity. So yes. the, Trinity the Brazos. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Fitzy, would you, as the defending champion, would you like to, we do have a tweak to this year's rules. Would you yeah. like to kind of uh, explain to the listeners what yeah. how we play the game? So the idea here is we are selecting teams that we think are going to make the biggest improvement in their overall win totals from 2023 to 2024. So for instance, if a team won 20 games last year and they win 30 games this year, then you get a plus 10. And conversely, if you pick a team, <clears throat> Southeastern Louisiana, for instance, that you, you know, uh -oh. goes in the opposite direction, Joe, um, that hurts her. That hurts you. It really uh, takes a bite out of your, your total. So, um, I can't remember who I took last year, so yeah. that's, I mean, I, I'm not really sure I can take your word for it. But if that's who you say I took, then that's fine. Got to have a short-term really memory. Got to have a short-term really memory about it. Uh, uh, and this year, instead of doing um, conference by conference, the rule tweak is this: you can pick whoever you want. You just have to have at the end of the exercise, you need to have one ACC, one SEC, one Big Twelve, one Pac-12, a pick a Big Ten also. Runes correct or no? No, no, I've got Big Ten and Sun Belt okay. kind of in the wild card area. Okay. So two wild card teams from any conference. Uh, does that does that non power four the wild card teams? Or no, it just, any just not from the. Uh, you could actually do anything with the wild card teams. Yeah, so that's could, like if you wanted to take a second ACC team, for instance, go could, for you it. could do that. Okay. Yep, right. go for it. Doesn't really feel like uh, okay. I think we're good. Yep. So we'll do twenty. That'll give us twenty four teams each, and. Um, all right, good. Um, but and by the way, like last year, it's not just about picking teams that struggled. Like Fitzy, I thought one of your key picks last year was LSU. Yeah, went from like forty wins to fifty wins. That was clever. S something like that. Yeah, it was pretty clever. That's a great call, Coach. Yep. All right. So uh, the the fabulous Rune Dogs have the first pick in the draft, right? Fabulous Rune Dogs are on the clock. All right, and, and we we know who we like. We we've actually negotiated the terms of this contract, and we will take. Mm -hmm. Link Jarrett's Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. That that is the, uh, the the clear choice at one one. They had twenty three wins last year, uh, snapped that streak of forty four street regionals, and um, they're going back to regionals this year. We we know that for sure. It's a, it's a no brainer number one pick there, Coach. Yep, no brainer. Uh, Coach Rogers, you're on the clock. You are muted. Of course, you are. We're just going left or right here in the ACC, correct? No, you, nope, can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's, it's been a full two minutes since I explained the rules. But, yes, you can take any team you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell uh, me you weren't listening without telling me you weren't listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was, I was responding yeah, to a yeah, text. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I will go with. Cut and shoot mm. Cowboys. They're on the board. There's some tough calls here. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ole Miss out of the SEC. 
Yeah. I get that they lost Revis for the year. Uh, but I mean, they won 25 games last year. I think this, I think this is a team that could win 36, 37, 38 games this year, even with that injury. It's a good pick. Yep. I listened to Mike Bianco's press conference uh, last night, like his preseason press conference. Mike Bianco is awesome at media stuff. He laid out his rotation. He laid out the entire starting lineup and he actually prefaced it by saying, I know I could be coy and like keep it a secret. I like the Jojo Joes, not tell anybody. And but he just laid it out. I, I just I love that. I love that that just you know brazen like whatever. We're gonna play good or we're not gonna play good. And here's Absolutely. who's gonna play. Absolutely. No offense, Joe. No, I, but I mean, jokes aside, like I've always felt that way about like the, the some of the the games that get played leading up to it. Like, yeah, we lar- you know we largely know who your guys are gonna be. Like, just yeah. like let's not. Why do we do this anyway? Uh, okay, the, the most, is, most notorious example, of course, being being in my opinion, Jay Johnson at the College World Series 2016 when he was in Arizona. Uh, I think Jay, Jay jokes that Gary Gilmore still hates him because he because he was playing so coy and like not announcing anything. And it's like, yeah, Jay Jay owned it. Like he has a sense of humor about it. But like, come on, like let, let let's just let's be. Yeah, he did about. say that Gary's like still like pissy about that. That's, <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That's awesome. Hey, no, I, I, I can just see like Gary's lip quivering. Like, right, right, right. I want to just I want to just be fully accountable here, Fitzy. My old boss, Coach uh-huh. Murphy, when we would play Oregon State and Pat Casey was this way too, like they'd walk back from the dugout. I'm exaggerating right now, but it's almost like they'd walk back from the umpires meeting and no one knows who like, it's like we're we're we you know, you it, those guys were notorious for yeah. like but Murph would never to, do such a thing. I'm telling you, man, the gamesmanship was at a very every high year. Level. He would swear to us that, that Mike Leake was going to be the starting shortstop, right? Oh off the yeah, oh game. yeah. <laughs> that that was his big one. Like, oh yeah, dude, he's definitely going to be our short starting shortstop on <laughs> opening day. I will say, boy, um, he was glorious at short. Go ahead. Uh, uh, is it Joe, Joe or yeah, it is Joe? Sorry, it is me. Um, I'm going to go with UCLA from the Pac-12. 28 wins last year um you know feels like so much went wrong last year and they you know they still managed to win 28 games which i actually take as a positive um given that we still like a lot of the talent there um obviously there's some games the pac-12 is also a league where there are just going to be games where they're going to be able to out talent the opponent and pick up some wins so you like the floor there so ucla my first pick i like that pick uh so ucla you said 28 last year correct 28 is correct yes Okay, so I'm on the clock for two picks here. Boy, it starts to get challenging, right? It, yeah, you guys took the three now. most obvious picks, so thanks, thanks for that. Uh, my first pick is going to be the Kansas Jayhawks. Won 25 games last year. They're one of my favorite sleeper teams this year. Um, a team that I'm, I think, considerably higher on than anybody. And so we'll see. It's a little bit of a maybe a reach, but uh, it's just uh, just putting my ships on the table here. It's just a team I believe in. I love you backing backing that up. Thank you. Um, for my second pick, yeah, it does get interesting. It's getting late early. <laughs> it's getting late early. I'm going to go with the Liberty Flames as a wild card team. Whoa. Won 27 games last year. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. Kendall has them as a projected regional team in yeah, Conference USA, and uh, I agree with you. I think it's a 41 team. Wow, I love it. I have a team on my board. I don't know what league they're in, so I better look that up. Back to Joe. Back to me. Okay. I'm going to take 
Gonzaga, 18 yeah. wins last year. Um, I, I just looked it up. Under Mark Maktoff, they haven't won fewer than 33 games since 2015. Um, it was 35, 34, 31, 33, 33, 36. So they really crashed out last year and, and won 18 games. Now, they did go 14 and 13 in the league. And, you know, Gonzaga kind of does play famously difficult non-conference schedules. So, you know, we can point to that a little bit. But it's it's not as if the talent or the team just totally cratered. I think that right. was just a scheduling quirk. Maybe this year they'll be in a little bit better place when it comes to that. So Gonzaga, 18 wins, my next choice. I like it. They're on my board as well. Yeah, me too. Okay, on to Kendall. Yeah, I will go actually on the same token as, as going back to Conference USA. Uh, when I was doing the Conference USA preview, man, I really could not – I really had a hard time splitting hairs between Liberty and La Tech. I think they're very similar profiles. And the thing about La Tech is I'm going to take them here because they won 28 games last year. Uh, overall and they've got like six seniors and then all seniors in the weekend rotation this year uh that that bodes typically pretty well in college baseball so i'm gonna go with law tech at 28 wins last season i think they're gonna probably win probably 38 39 40 uh, games this year it was 29 last year was it 29 and 30 uh i have 28 and 31 hold on i'm looking at the rpi sheet maybe that's yeah 28 and 31 okay good to know all right, so Coach Rooney for two, correct? Yep. Okay, so my first pick, give me um, give me the Arizona State Sun Devils with 32 wins last year. Similar to what you said, Fitzy. Like I gotta, you know, like I've been pounding the table for the Sun Devils, so let's let's back it up. And I don't I don't want to do this, but do I do I do what do I? Go with the play that's in my heart, or do I go with the smart play? Sometimes you just got to be smart, Joe, right? Just be intelligent. (laughs) And so um, that said, for one of my wild cards, I'm going to take Louisville with 31 wins. It felt like – I hate doubling up on the power leagues, but Louisville too attractive to pass up, I think. I think that's smart. It feels like 30, you know, 31 last year is, is about their floor. Uh, so yep. I think that's, yeah. you know, the pretty low risk. <laughs> All right. Back to Kendall. All right. I'm going to go to the big 12 uh, and I'm going to pick Oklahoma. You know, I think Oklahoma, again, I, I just mentioned it with law tech. Uh, Oklahoma has still has several guys in their starting lineup that were on that team that played for a national championship. Uh, I like the potential of their, their week in rotation with, with Braden Davis and Brendan Girton. He apparently had a great fall. Uh, Oklahoma is one of those teams, guys, that I actually will pick as my uh, non-top 25 sleeper. Uh, I think they can be in Omaha, and they won 32 games last year. So I'm taking the Sooners. That's a great pick, Kendall. I should have made that pick because now I'm – down to one wild card. Yeah, like I'm really bullish on OU. That's one of those teams that when I got like it's one of, you, you know you look at like a preview after you do it and you're like wait um, I might like this team better than where I had them and that's kind of the the, the way I feel about OU. I think they're gonna be pretty good. Yep, I do I like take, Kansas. So that brings it to me, 
And now that I'm about to use my second wildcard pick, I can divulge my my thought process here of, I think there's more value, potent, more upside potential anyway, with the some of these wildcard teams from mid-major leagues, because in the, in the power conferences, the teams we're talking about, it's a pretty narrow band of how much movement you're going to have, you know? Yeah. Um, pretty rare is going to be the time you're going to, I mean, Florida state obviously has that potential. That's why we all kind of had them as one, one on the board. But so with that being said, uh, with my second wildcard pick, I'm taking Dartmouth, which won oh, three man. games They're last on my year. board. Yeah. How's that even possible? I have no idea. Bob Whalen, really good coach. Been there a long time. They used to be in the Ivy league championship series every freaking year. Um, but they won three whole games last year and a very little downside risk for me. Like I'm about ready to guarantee they will not win fewer than that. <laughs> so like there's very little downside risk here. And, you know, even if they win 10 this year, I mean, that's a, you know, plus seven is a pretty good, pretty good uh, move there for one team. So anyway, Dartmouth three wins. You should put it. You should name them captain of your team, Joe. Like that's <laughs> yeah. a great pick. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We're going to take a quick break in the podcast to listen to a conversation with Jared Schramm, the VP of events for the Texas Rangers. It was great talking to Jared about the upcoming Shriners Children's Showdown and the Kubota College Baseball Series and what goes into hosting events like this. And most importantly, why the Rangers are so excited about it. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Ahead of the college baseball season, Mike Rooney here. I am joined by Jared Schramm, the VP of Entertainment for, or the VP of Rev Entertainment for, maybe Entertainment too, and also the VP of Events for the Texas Rangers. And uh, Jared, good morning. It's great to see you. College baseball is right around the corner, um, and it, it, this is going to be unprecedented. We always, when we think about the beginning of the college baseball season, we think about one of the big events always at Globe Life Field. You all are going to do three straight weekends this year, and I want to talk to you about that. Uh, as a college baseball fan, you know, couldn't be more excited about this. Let, let's start here. What's your favorite part of Globe Life Field? <laughs> I'll answer first. So I get to go to the Big 12 tournament every year, and I was blown away at how it, you just you really feel like you're in a big league ballpark. I get it is a big league ballpark, but it, it has an extreme, you know, big league best in class feel everything's new and gorgeous and the 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 baseball is is amazing but man that the feel of the place when you walk in it just grabs you how, how about for you what what stands out to you <laughs> yeah i mean listen you're right and and for us on the entertainment side i think the flexibility of the building is is a key piece of what we do um obviously baseball you know a lot throughout the year but it's really everything else that, that we are capable of doing concerts rodeo uh, working on college basketball, volleyball, all those things. Um, so it's really a, a fun arena to work in. Yeah, it's awesome. I know for, for when we do the Big 12 tournament, it's, you know, it's the only college baseball conference tournament that's in a big league ballpark. It's, I, you know, the Big 12, that's that's a huge deal to those players, those coaches, that league. So um, let me ask you this question. So I, I think about Globe Life Field hosting three straight weekends um, of college baseball to start our season. And there's a little bit of kind of pinch myself, right? Like, like this is, I, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but this is amazing. What's in it? Like, why are the Rangers excited about doing something like that? Yeah. You know what? We believe it or not, we started booking this tournament back in, gosh, it was 2017, 2018. Once we, we learned that we were going to get this stadium. Um, so that was a goal of ours was to get out in front of it and book some college baseball. Um, and so obviously started with opening weekend uh, in 2021 um and and hosted just that opening weekend and some midweeks and, and some things like that for the first few years 
but for us, as we progressed and worked through scheduling, which believe it or not is five, six, seven years out at this point, which is just crazy. Um, we talked to a lot of teams that, that had longstanding commitments opening weekend and wanted to come here, but, but couldn't because the tournament was opening weekend. And so that became uh, pretty, pretty common amongst a lot of teams. And so for us, we said, okay, well, we have these eight other teams that would love to come here. So let's, let's go ahead and open up weekend two, and then let's go ahead and open up weekend three. And so we made that commitment a few years ago, booked 2024, all three weekends to your point, uh, and just kind of kept it going from there. So um, that's kind of how we backed into three weekends. And listen, we love college baseball and we're excited about it. That's awesome. Well, um, you played college baseball. You pitched at Stephen F. Austin. You pitched in pro ball for the Rangers. What about like as far as arranging? We'll get to the weekends here in a second. But as far as like who's playing which weekend, do you all tend to let the coaches dictate that? It's it's really more about availability, or do you try to? Um, you know, is there a little bit of schedule maker in there for you too? Yeah, it's a puzzle piece, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you got to look at the conferences, right, which has obviously been a challenge as of late mm. with, with a lot of shifting going on. Uh, but the last thing you want is, is for teams to come here and play somebody that they're, you know, they play every year. Uh, we like to mix it up and, and keep the field interesting. And so that's that's the goal. Uh, but ultimately, we would just want great product on the field and, and great teams. And so um, that's that's our focus. It's awesome. All right. So let's let's talk about some of the weekends. These fields are just blowing me away. If you think about it over those three weekends, Jared, you're gonna have six teams that are ranked in D1 baseball's top 25 in the preseason. Um, first of all, when you think about the, the Shriners Children's College Showdown that's presented by Kubota, that'll be opening weekend, weekend one. Here are the six teams. This is not for the faint of heart. If, if you're a coach that's worried about your job, you're not scheduling like this. Uh, as a fan, this is amazing. So you've got Nebraska in there, Baylor, Tennessee, Oregon, who, by the way, hosted a Super Regional last year. Tennessee was obviously in the College World Series, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. So obviously, uh, Jared, the Shriners is, you know, this is a famous tournament in college baseball. What stands out to you about that particular weekend? Well, I mean, listen, for us, we we deemed it kind of the best thing outside of Omaha years ago as is kind of our focus. And um, and so for us, you know, to to put these fields together is, is just tremendous. And um, weekends two and weekends three are, are no slouch. I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing. And so um, it's a lot of fun. And listen, to your point, like the commitment from the coaches to, to come here um, and play quality teams and, and have this weekend where they all kind of battle it out and um, it's a lot of fun. And so, you know, it's it's great for the fans. It's great for the players, coaches to kind of see where they're at at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And I, I hear that consistently from coaches, Jared. It's like, hey, you're going to play in a big league facility, which is a unique opportunity. You're going to you know, you know, you're going to get the games in because it's indoors, right. which is amazing. Right. And then also you're going to know you're not going to be headed in a conference play wondering what you have, right? Like you're, you're going to find out that very first weekend. Hey, let, let's talk about before we get to the, the, the college baseball series weekends. Um, the, the Shriners part is really unique uh, because of the, the charitable aspect of it. So it sounds like all three weekends will contribute to uh, Shriners Children's Hospital. But if you don't mind, uh, Jared, uh, yeah, detail that for us. Yeah. So they are the title sponsor to your point for opening weekend. And we're, we're thrilled to have them as, as part of our tournament. But yes, um, there is a donation from every ticket purchased weekends one through three that'll go back to Shriners. So we're, we're super excited about that. Uh, really excited to have them involved and in, in everything that they do in the community is tremendous. So uh, just a really cool partnership for us to be a part of. 
Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, just I, I think for the players, I mean, they're they're obviously young people and they're going to be, you know, then that next wave of leaders in society. So if, I just think it's so cool when they, you know, this tournament, if there was no association with with Shriners, this tournament would be something they would tell their grandkids about. But to, for also, the, you know, the, the the concept of giving back and paying it forward, it's really incredible. All right. So let's talk about the two weekends uh, we're, we're calling the College Baseball Series yep. presented by Kubota. This second one, I'm not going to pick favorites, Jared, but I'm just telling you, <laughs> like if somebody really pinned me down. Yeah. Holy heck. Michigan, Oklahoma State. This is weekend two now. Michigan, Tracy Smith's back in, in the Big Ten. Oklahoma State, 10 straight regionals. Oregon State, who's got a really legit team. By the way, Oregon State with three national titles since 2006. That leads the country. And then Arkansas, which is, you know, our, our good friend Joe Healy at D1 Baseball just says um, every year my, my right of my ritual is, is Dave Van Horn still coaching Arkansas? Okay, they're a top five team, right? Like that's just <laughs> yeah, just rinse and repeat. Yes. So uh, I don't want to ask you to pick a favorite, Jared, but anything stand out about that field right there? We yeah, I mean, listen, it's it, we mentioned it earlier. I mean, this is a field that we put together years ago, um, and so obviously quality programs for a long time, and so it's it's an exciting one. Um, it'll be fun. I mean, the fact that the past few years, I think maybe it was a regional or super regional. But I know Arkansas and Oklahoma State and Oregon State have had their battles as of late. Um, so it'll be really cool to, to have them here in one building and, and kind of go at it. Yeah, no question. And, and, you know, you think about that weekend, too. Oregon State's got Travis Bazana, their second baseman. That's a national player of the year candidate. Uh, Arkansas's ace, Hagan Smith, you know, who's an East Texas kid. He's a natural. I would consider him the favorite for national pitcher of the year. Um, oh man, there's so much talent that weekend. Now, as, as a guy that coached on the West Coast, this third weekend is really fun. And and you described it, Jared, like coaches trying to they, they would prefer to avoid playing inner, you know, w- within their conference. So the third weekend is is very fun. So yeah. you'll have USC, twelve national titles. Andy Stankwitz there in year two, and they had a real turnaround last year. I mean, USC just missed the NCAA tournament. I would argue they should have been in the NCAA tournament. Um, Arizona State, there's a team with, um, you know, six national titles all time. Uh, Texas Christian, TCU, uh, which is, you know, one of the hot brands in college baseball. And then Texas A&M, which is ironic or, or interesting because you've got Jim Schlossnagel there that kind of built the, not kind of built the program at TCU, and now he's moved on to A&M. So, yeah, yeah how did that come together? We got a little West Coast and, and yeah, Texas it's, combo it's an there. interesting field. That's so Full transparency, again, this was, was booked years ago, um, and it was an SEC versus Pac-12 uh, setup originally. Um, unfortunately, the, one of the SEC programs that was participating um, had to back out and reschedule for another weekend. And so Kirk was nice enough to uh, to jump in and, and kind of fill that hole for us. And so um, that's how we ended up with TCU, and obviously we're excited to have them. Uh, but really, it's just a, it's a great matchup. It'll be great to see TCU and A&M go at USC and ASU. Um, to your point, quality teams, um, USC and ASU kind of on the up um, as of late. And so uh, it'll be a, a great test for all programs. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, ASU, third year for their new head coach, Willie Bloomquist, who, you know, 10-plus uh, year big leaguer and one of the all-time great players at Arizona State. And uh, as you just mentioned, that they it's really been a nice climb under under Willie and 
you know, Andy Stankwitz has got SC rolling and, and, and TCU and AM are, those are top 10 programs right now. Yeah. Uh, and before, it's for, sorry oh, for that. Like it's, it's great to have those programs show up. Like we, they haven't been here before. Right. And so it's really mm-hmm. cool opportunity for us to, to bring in teams, quality teams at that, that, that haven't been, been able to participate in our tournament um, or played here in Arlington. And so it's, it's cool to kind of mix it up and have some familiar faces with some new faces. And that's, you know, that's one of our goals too. Yep. Hey, one one uh, before we do the call to action, Jared. Let's talk about the Big Twelve tournament. So, Big Twelve has always been an outstanding conference in baseball, and I personally don't care for conference realignment. It gives me a migraine, if I'm being honest. But, <laughs> but at the same time, like if if mm. I was being honest with myself, of all the leagues that have turned around and twisted and you know kind of become inside out in, in this whole deal. The Big 12, the new version of the Big 12, is really cool in baseball. You know, the four teams coming in this year, UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston's a great program. Uh, and then to get the two Arizona schools and then Utah next year. What, from your all's perspective, I mean, now you have a much bigger, I, I don't think, I've not heard the Big 12 release any future plans for the Big 12 tournament. But for you all, like this is in theory going to be a bigger, big, bigger tournament to prepare for. Yeah, I mean, to your point, it's already kind of a juggernaut, right? But before all the additions. And so um, really, really cool to see the additional teams come in. Uh, will be a lot of fun uh, to watch that baseball. It's it's always tremendous. And so, yeah, I mean, listen to your point that the tournament got bigger. We're, we're, I think we're still kind of working through what that looks like. Um, it might be finalized at this point. And so uh, I know we're going on sale next week sometime uh, with Big 12 tournament tickets. Um, and so, listen, yeah, exciting. Um announced the extension in October of last year. That So now the tournament will go through 2028. Uh, so the partnership with the Big 12 is, has been great um, and excited to keep that going. And then to your point, to see the new teams come in is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, really cool. It's going to be a great – I mean, just an, really the future of Big 12 baseball could not be more exciting. Really cool. Yeah. So, um, hey, uh, Jerry, let's wrap with this. What um, as we get pumped up for these first three weekends of college baseball at Globe Life Field, where can folks purchase tickets and where can they watch? Yeah, so all games will be streamed on Flow Sports, um, similar to the last several years. And so uh, all three weekends, that is. Uh, and then in terms of tickets, globelifefield.com slash college baseball uh, opportunity for all three weekends uh, available online as well. So uh, excited for next weekend to get going and uh, hopefully we see everybody out here. Yep, six ranked teams over the course of the three weekends. And I would argue the teams that are unranked probably will end up being ranked yep, at some point. Maybe they'll be ranked because of what they do this weekend or during these weekends. Exactly so, right. yes, yeah, awesome. I, I will see you at the end of the year for the Big 12 tournament. Really appreciate this, Jared. You know, we really appreciate that. I, I know I speak on behalf of college baseball um, that, that this is awesome. And, and you know, our sport um, – benefits from this greatly so appreciate it good luck to you and your staff and and uh we'll be watching thank you very much and now let's get back to the stock market game okay good job joe thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> i like how he's like yeah great job great. pretty crafty you did, i think that's you did, pretty you did awesome it is actually insane 338 <laughs> yeah it's hard to, hard to fathom yeah hard to fathom joe's got uh, a good you consider the tap- when you consider the talent difference in the Ivy League, I mean, sure, like Harvard and, and Columbia maybe are a cut above, but like generally speaking, the talent difference is not that big in that league. Yeah. You know, they're pulling from a similar pool anyway. Fitzy, if you're going to defend your crown, Joe is really kind of putting it out there right now. Like you better, your next He's, four picks are going to need to be very strong. Just saying. Yeah. 
he's getting after it for sure. Um, so I've got a couple of different options here. Boy, oh boy. They're hungry too, the Jojo Joes. Like, you know, they the, the Fitty Barrel is kind of fat and happy right now. Like just a lot agree. of championships. A lot of complacency is a real issue. You got, the, you got the White Castle burger resting in your chest on the, in the I'm, recliner. I'm like the 2019 New England Patriots. It's just like winning has gotten old. Like let's run this oh crappy old quarterback out of town. I don't need this guy anymore. I'm tired of winning. Um, Let's see. I got the oh boy boy do I pull the trigger on that? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Mississippi State guys, I, I just don't think they're gonna be down three years in a row. I, you know, just uh, they won 27 games last year, 27 to 26. I don't know if there's room for everybody to bounce back that I think is gonna bounce back. Like, can Ole Miss and Mississippi State both bounce back? We'll find out. But I think they win more than 27 games. Uh, so I'm gonna go with that and. Um, I do need a Pac-12 team as well. Boy, uh, I'm in a really dangerous spot mentally right now, Joe. I'm the gambler who's chasing the mm-hmm. the money instead of playing mm-hmm. the cards. Like that mm-hmm. is not a good place to be. So I need a Pac-12 team, guys. I think the choice here is, yeah, we're gonna go with Cal uh, Runes. Uh, a Runes a Runes special here. 24 wins a year ago. Getting a, a healthy Ian May back. They've got some nice, obviously, talent there with with RJ Green and Caleb Loma Vida. High end. I like teams that have high end talent uh, anchoring anchoring the roster. You know that have some experience now. Uh, I feel pretty good about that one. Good get. All right, back to Joe. Ah, Joe my apologies. Joe. Um. Okay. I'm going to go to the SEC, and this is the first time I'm taking a team that really like you look at last year and you, and you like the win total, and there's not maybe as much upside, but I, I do like the floor here. I'm going to go Auburn out of the SEC. Yeah, uh, 34 wins last year. I'm I'm helped a little bit in this regard that they, you know, they they had the season they had, but you know, it's quote only 34 wins. I mean that that's a team that could have easily had 38 or 39. So, um, yeah, 34 for Auburn. That's a good get. Yeah, very much on my board there. Well, and, and it's also just like once you get past those teams, you start to, you know, are you going to bet on Georgia to be better in a rebuilding year, Mizzou to be better in a rebuilding year? Do you bet on, you know, uh, you know, one of the high-end teams to just marginally increase its its win total, you know, Tennessee maybe? You know, so, yeah, it just it gets a lot more complicated mm-hmm. in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, Kendall. All right, uh, I'm going to go to the ACC here. I still need an ACC team. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, I, I know they've got an injury on the front of the, the week in rotation, but I think on paper North Carolina has a chance to be very good. Um, they won 36 games last year. I, I think I could very easily see the Tar Heels being a team that wins 46, 47 games this year, 45 games. So I'm going to go with the Tar Heels, 36 wins last year. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Very much was considering them. I, I did get – to your point, Kendall, I did get spooked by the rotation and the yeah, yeah. But I, that that win total feels very gettable for them. All right, so I need to make a Big Twelve decision. Man, man, man these are these are thin margins in the Big Twelve. What what do I like here? Um, actually, you know what? I don't need to make a Big Twelve decision. Let's do 
All right, I'm, I, now we're just getting crazy. Give me Northwestern. Ten wins last year. Had them on I, my I, board. Yeah, I'm a Ben Greenspan believer. And just feels like, especially in non-conference games, they, they can't. I'm worried, right? Like that's it's a lot of turmoil, but man, it's it's your it's your Dartmouth pick, but not as good, Joe. You know, just like very low bar to clear. Yeah, I had that. Um, I had that on my board as well, Coach. That's a nice pick. All right, so now I've got I've got to pick an SEC team. Oh man, I've already picked four teams. I got to pick an SEC team, and I got to pick a Big Twelve team. Oh man. Well, I, I I can think out loud because Kendall's the only or Joe, you're the only one left to pick a Big Twelve team. I like Kansas State at thirty five wins. Mm. It's a lot of wins though. I like Tech at forty one, but that's also a lot of wins. And I like Cincinnati at twenty four wins. I just don't know. I love Jordan Bishop. I just don't know how ready they are mm. for this league. So, what choice do I make there? Thirty five, forty one. You know what? Let's not be afraid of Kansas State. Give me Kansas State with 35 wins. Um, let's let's not be scared of that. Yeah, that's the right pick. Well done. Thank you. <clears throat> Back to They're Kevin. good. They're good. They're legitimately good. Why am I scared? No, no, don't be scared. That's right. Don't be afraid to compete. We're back to me. Um, yep. oh, I just have one on the top of my head. Hmm. Well, I need a pack. I need a Pac-12 team, so I'm gonna go with USC as my Pac-12 team. Yeah, uh, you know they won 34 games last year. Runes has sold me on the Trojans. They've got a superstar in Austin over, and I, I'm a believer in, in Andy Stankiewicz as a head coach. They took a big step forward last year. Um, I, I think that's the most logical pick out of the Pac-12 of, of the teams that are left. I love it. Hey Strong. boys. Let me uh, let me interject. A, uh, we'll we'll take a vote. What do you think about? We're we're flying. We're only twenty three minutes in. Last year we picked eight teams. We did four wild cards. How do we feel about expanding uh, to four wild cards? Do you have enough of a board to make that happen? We can make that happen. Yeah. And then it's I would apples say to apples to last in year. In the interest, in the interest of like just and so we're all on the same footing. Let's finish with like everybody fills out their six. Yeah. And then we'll just do the two wild cards after that. Once everybody's filled out everything else. I think that's yeah. fair. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like they're two like, total. Yep. Got it. All right. So it's me now, correct? Do I have that yep. right? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right. I need a big 12 team. I need an ACC team. And neither of those really matter because everyone else has theirs except for. Right. Yeah. Everybody else has picked those conferences. So there's, you know, no rush on my part. Uh, this is my first like pick. I don't. In the Big Twelve, I'm going to go with Baylor. Twenty wins. Um, you know the the good the teams that are left there are teams that I'm not certain are going to win more than they did last year. I'm not certain with Baylor either. Frankly, I don't I don't like Baylor's team relative to the Big Twelve. Um, however, they're starting from a low enough point. Could they get to 24, 25 wins? That seems doable if their non conference is you know relatively soft. But so yeah, Baylor twenty wins. You're right, Joe. It's a first, first like non-glorious pick for you. That one, that's going to require some. Yep, that's going to require some help. Yep, got to get some help there. Some tums. So I need uh, an ACC team here, Joe. Actually, so you probably should have taken that one first, but you blew it. 
Again, another misstep <laughs> by the JoJo Joes. Um, we're we're sliding. What can I say? And I think I'm going to pick your pocket because the team I like here, uh, I, I kind of was sold on after I read your fall report on them. Virginia yeah, Tech. Yeah, damn it. You you wrote in the fall report that you know a great coming from John Chef, kind of comparing this club to the team that uh, hosted a regional a few years back where they felt like had a really veteran team with inexperience on the mound, but he kind of had a similar feel about that club. Uh, and I actually, I love this position player group. You know, I think it's, as you wrote, it might be, you know, it's on the very short list of best infields in the country, offense and defense. Um, I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, it's kind of a sneaky, you know, we don't have them projected as a regional team, but maybe we should. Uh, this could be a whiff on my part since I did the ACC preview, but um, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech with 30 last year. I think they improve upon that. And I get another pick to round out my wild card list. I will take. Hmm. So I know Joe, I'm going to play a little strategy here. I know Joe needs an ACC team. Um, and, uh, I think Georgia tech could also improve upon last year's 30 win total. So I'm going to double up here with two ACC team. I'm going to take Georgia tech. Wow. Joe, how do you feel? How do, how do the Jojo Joes feel about fitty barrels doing that to you? I'm, ch- I'm changing my posture here to like, it's not a me problem. It's that Aaron takes these way too seriously. He's just, you know, <laughs> this is the fantasy, the fantasy football zealot in Aaron that he's got like strategies and he's always playing an angle. It's like the John Calipari of our league here where he's always playing an angle, you know, just, uh, you know, I like the comp to my all time favorite, uh, uh, sports team, the 1995 UMass Minutemen. Uh, I'll take that mm. comp. Oh, wow. Comp- I thought you were going to say, uh, you know, the, uh, what team did he coach the Nets? Was that his NBA team that he, <laughs> I think it he was famously did poorly in? Yeah. Oh, good call. How about Back the 95 Minutemen? That was Marcus Camby's club, right? Yeah, Marcus Camby and uh, hey, no. Ed Padilla and Travieso, the great Dana Dingle. Dana Dingle. Oh, gosh. yeah, Dana Dingle, that one. Joe, back to you. Joe, yeah, before you pick, you need to mm-hmm. you need to Google at the end of this call. John Cheney and John Calipari. Oh, it's all time great. Oh, I, I, I am familiar with this one. I also am just familiar with John Cheney in general. Like just, just a, a unique look, that guy, you know, like <laughs> nobody, nobody else looks like John Cheney. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. John. Yeah, Cheney. Yes. Um, okay. So I guess I got to take an ACC team and this is not a reflection on how I feel about this team, but to me, this is like the one viable team left on the board for the ACC and that's NC state with 36 wins. Yeah. Um, because they finished under 500 in the ACC last year. So I think there's some upside potential there. If they even just flip that record around, um, you know, it's going to be a moderate gain at best, but, but if, if they gave me some wins, I will take it. NC state 36. I debated that as well. I'm pretty high on the wolf pack this year. Yeah, They were on my board. I think that's a 41 club. Yep. Certainly on to Kendall for, uh, you had a wild card pick here. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to the Big East and go with the Creighton Blue Jays. They won 25 games last year. They've got an, an entirely senior week in rotation. Uh, and I was talking to Connor Gandasi at the uh, coaching convention. They think they're going to be pretty good. So uh, 25 wins was their uh, was their mark last year. It's a good call. I like that pick. Yeah, Big yeah. East is interesting. All right, so I need an SEC club to finish it out. And I'll, I'm just gonna I'm gonna think out loud. I, I I love Tennessee. I'm gonna pick them as my national champion. I'm not gonna pick them in this game, 
44 wins and they got to Omaha. That's a big bar to clear. I'm just, I'm all in on Tennessee. I think they're going to be awesome. Um, I think it's a 50 win team. Um, I like Arkansas at 43 wins. I like AM at 38 too. You know, um, the, the, just that threesome of Montgomery and then Gavin Grahovic and then Jace Laviolette. I think, I think that if those three kids hit, kind of sign you know in, in, next to each other in that order for AM. I think it's going to be as fun of a part of a lineup as they'll be in college baseball but I'm actually going to take Arkansas I think they are a legitimate Ooh. 50 win team that can go deep into Omaha and like win 54 games so I'm going Arkansas with 43 wins yeah that was for me when I was debating Mississippi State that was the other team I was strongly considering was Arkansas I'm totally with you my national champion pick uh I think it's a 50 50- four win team yeah good pick Amen. all right boys so are we clear to do two more yeah. wild card picks that's correct and same order do we want to flip the yeah, order just, or just just, just keep, keep it rolling keep it going roll right through okay i am going to do now we're getting to the part of the proceedings where i don't know anything about these teams it's just pure brand selection um i feel conviction on this one though that this is i just need like five or six from these guys I think your Cal Baptist Lancers, Ooh. they won 28 games last year, but they were 28 and 30. I could see them winning the WAC this year. And if they win the WAC, that's probably like 36, 37 wins. Um, now, that's not easy to do. That The top of that league's good. But, yeah, give me your Cal Baptist Lancers for 28 wins. Mitchell Simon, by the way, their third baseman's fun. 20-plus homer guy and like a 70 arm. Look at you dropping some – Lancer knowledge. Well, I mean, Fitzy, like the that's the your, wax that's preview. Your that's your what's beat. the what's the report called from Trading Places? Anybody seen that? The corn, the uh, am I going too deep into eighties movies right now? No, I've seen it. It's just been a long time. The Orange Report. I don't know. Dang it! If only Joe Next. was older, <laughs> he'd know. Kay Rizzle on the on the clock here. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the Sun Belt. And South Alabama, guys, two of the last three years has won 35 or more games. Last year, they won 22 games. Hashtag Uh, research. I'm going to go with South Alabama at 22. I just, I'm a believer in Mark Calvi. I'm a believer in that program. I don't think they're going to have that kind of year again. Good pull. Absolutely on my board. Yeah, that's a good. Good pick, Kendall. Just a fact check on that one. Uh, is it 22 or 23? Because I had them on my board and I had 23, but I could be wrong. I had 23. Our side says 22. I don't it know. It depends where you look. There's a couple of discrepancies. For whatever reason, there's a couple of discrepancies. I'm going to go with the lower number. Uh, <laughs> their official site has 23 Yeah, for the record. So, so 23 is the answer. Yeah, we'll, let's go, we'll go with 23. Put this game under protest. I need to get on my man Luke and Rick over at 643. Get on the get on the horn, guys. Let's go. Opening days tomorrow. <laughs> Trying to win stock market games over yeah, here. Come on, man. Jeez. Uh, when they Howard. when when they play games under protest, isn't it like the umpires do that? Like they have to like do the giant like pee up to the press box to signal yeah, the game. You were, what they're doing? You were doing. I thought you were signaling across for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I don't think they go that yeah. far. They do that a little bit. <laughs> um, okay. Joe is going to go with the South Florida Bulls. Mm. 21 wins. A okay. um, couple things that I think are factors there. One is, is I just think the talent on that roster, especially offensively, is better than a 21-win team. Billy Mole has also taken over pitching coach duties there. 
he obviously has a track record as a, as a quality pitching coach throughout his career. Also, that league ostensibly, we'll see in actuality, ostensibly has gotten a little bit, a, a li- it's a little bit lighter lift, theoretically. Um, maybe it's a wash. I don't know. But in a world where, you know, there's a lot of conference realignment, maybe that ends up being helpful. We will see. But 21, South Florida. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break from our discussion to hear a couple ads from our sponsors. I know exactly who I want for my final pick. Don't you people ruin it. Oh, man. I can't wait to pick your pocket. It's going do to be, not do it. It's going to be delightful. These games got a different a different Aaron that I'm not entirely sure I like. To be <laughs> not here to make friends. That's true. Uh, all right. I got two picks here back to back to finish it up for me. One of those picks is going to be the Little Rock Trojans. Whoa. Uh, That's a good one, yeah. 31 wins last year. Going to be a 44-win club this year for a gain of plus 13. Uh, they're going to dominate that league. They're loaded. Uh, what a great pick this is at this point. In the, I can't <laughs> believe you guys. You guys let me let this. this you're very, this you're team, very proud of yourself. Let this team fall. How many wins, Fitzy? What's your bar? 31. Okay. Uh, Aaron, Aaron is like the, uh, the gif of a guy patting himself on the back. That's him. Like that it. is me. All right. And then uh, I got one more pick. Where was I? Okay. Uh, I've got a couple of thoughts here. I guess I could just walk, talk out loud as I go since uh, I'm not ma- not picking again after this. Um, you know what? I'm just going to make the pick. Rutgers, 33 wins last year. Feels like a team that could win 40 games. I do like their club a lot, although we liked their club last year too, and they still only got to 33. So, uh, but I, I, uh, you know, I saw these guys in the fall. I think they're very talented, young in some spots, but, uh, um, kind of like their pitching, really like their position players. It seemed like a pretty well-rounded club. So feel good about that one. Uh, Rutgers, uh, 33 wins and I'm done on to Joe. I give you an, I give you an F for your team. <laughs> uh, that, that's so, a good sign for me. That means I'm going to win this thing again. I, So I considered, I'll talk out here one of my thoughts, like I considered Cal Poly at 21 wins, but I don't love, you know, that they open with Missouri and and while we don't know what to expect from Missouri, that is an SEC roster. So, you know, that, that, that's tough. They got Texas the weekend after that. Um, They have Ohio state on this roster, on the schedule, who I think is, is going to be better. Um, So I don't love the, especially when you consider that we really like Santa Barbara's team and Irvine's team and Northridge has gotten better. So I kind of looked away from them and I'm going to go Kennesaw state with 25 wins. Um, You know, they, they they actually were low considering the talent. I liked the team more than I liked the results last year. I thought it was more than a 25 win team. I saw them in the fall and liked a lot of, of what I saw, they run into some of the same issues schedule wise, because they're going to play a lot of midweek games against pretty good teams. You know, the other teams within, you know, the Georgia, Florida kind of group of, of mid majors, but I'm going to bet on at least a moderate improvement there. Joe, did Kennesaw state and Georgia state change coaches at the same time? Like are there, both of those staffs are fairly in the same um, roughly, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the exact year. years, but yeah, they're roughly in the same spot. Like fairly newer coaching staffs, right? Yeah. Feels yeah. Like. Excellente. Fitzy, you need to have a press conference after the draft and just do full Belichick, bark at people, 
I like the edge. You're muted. Pre preferably with a ripped up hoodie on. Fitzy, you're muted. But you're please, muted. please tell us if oh. you have a ripped up uh, hoodie. <laughs> I was going to say, Belichick doesn't have any edge. He's just a zero on the press conference days. I, I got personality. I'm like a yeah. 1995 era John Calipari. That's how my press That's conference right. is going to go. I love that. John Chaney. Is what, yeah, you're more. <laughs> That's right. Uh, on to Kendall for a final pick. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I think I'm already in outstanding shape. Um, <laughs> yes. I liked where Runes was earlier, where his head was with AM. You know, if, if you if we think AM is an Omaha team and they won 38 games last year, uh, that's a great pick. So I'm going to go with AM. Yeah. Love it. I like it. I like it. All right. So me for the final pick, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, if you will, Fitzy. Yep. <laughs> All right. So under Larry Lee, Joe, who was the Big West team you were just mentioning? I kind of spaced out when you were talking about them. It was Cal Poly. It was. Okay. Yeah, it was yep. Poly. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going. Larry, I, I, but I just – I'm anxious about them because they've been struggling. But then you look, you look them up, and they did win 37 games – in 2022, they won 31 in 2021. And 21 wins last year is literally the lowest of Larry Lee's 20 years. And so um, Jason Gill is an assistant coach there. I like that. You know, I, 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 that's a new trend in college baseball to me where you have these former head established head coaches that um, reinvent themselves as assistant coaches. I like that. So give me Cal Poly. I, I think I think the, there's a lot of gettableness in the Big West, too outside of Irvine and Santa Barbara. So yeah, give me a Irvine or a Cal Poly for 21 wins. All right. I'll tell you what, I think everybody, um, except Joe, of course, I think everybody did pretty well this time. Uh, Ke Kendall, I thought actually a tip the cap to you, Kendall. I, I think you got an actual chance this year. Um, after Thank really you. pretty embarrassing showing last year, just a 30 win improvement. Um, you, you, you did much better this year. Really. I, I thought, uh, thought your team, but Let's run through I, our teams. I can now I can now sleep much better at night knowing that you approve of my team. Thank you. Stamp of approval. Uh, Fitzy, you want to start us off? We'll go we'll go clockwise. Yeah. yeah, read your team to us, please. Yeah. So my ACC clubs, I actually have two ACC teams. I grabbed Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech, both with thirty wins. Don't really know what to make of either one of those teams. Like those those, you know, I don't think they'll win fewer than thirty games. I feel like those are like safe floor picks with some upside. But we don't have either team picked to make a regional, and so it's kind of like. You know, uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe it's a marginal improvement, but I think it'll be at least some improvement. Mississippi State, 27, same. I mean, uh, I don't think there's any way they win fewer than 27. Uh, maybe they win 37. You know, maybe they win 43 if they really, you know, it could happen. Those those, those Mississippi State teams, uh, Mississippi teams, Ole Miss and Mississippi State both, hard to get a feel for them. Um, you know, they're kind of in the same boat for me as, as Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech. Kansas, 25. Uh, love that pick. One of my favorite sleepers. Cal 24, feel really good about that one. Uh, Liberty 27, again, we think this is a regional team. That's a, you know, it's a 40 win club, I would think. They got really good pitching. Um, Georgia Tech, I mentioned Little Rock 31. Uh, they're going to dominate their league, be an easy 40 win team. And Rutgers 33. Um, probably like a 38 to, to 42 win club there too. So, uh, I mean, really another strong, strong draft by Fitty Barrels, I'd say. 
Fitz, Fitzy, just because you know that it says fitty barrels on the uniform, how many wins is that before we even throw the first uh, pitch? Like, is it's, that it's, three, four wins? I think like a ten win advantage. I mean, if you just look at the the historical <laughs> margins here, I'm starting to be Team Joe here, where I think he <laughs> might be taking this a little bit too seriously. You, well, you know, listen, guys, winners win, uh, yeah. and and once you get used to it, you you know it's 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 a it's an acquired. You guys wouldn't know, but it's an acquired taste. Uh, but uh, it, it's really it's it's actually pretty fun to win. So. Oh, winning is an acquired taste. Uh, Kendall, tell us about your club, please. Well, I'm not. Uh, isn't Joe up? We're going clockwise on the screen here. Oh, okay. Okay. That's clockwise, uh, isn't it? Yeah, that works. <laughs> we're, we're, we're skipping over the one uh, well i was anyways. first i'm going last so we're, we're we're all this whole court's out of order all right uh so i have uh north carolina to the acc old miss out of the sec aaron kind of touched on them a bit ago oklahoma um as a spoiler alert not that anybody actually really cares uh, they are my top 25 non-top 25 sleeper i think oklahoma is gonna be very good i've got them out of the big 12 uh, USC, you know, Snake Woods and company took a step forward last year. Uh, I'm expecting them to take yet another step forward this year. Uh, Law Tech, you know, Lane Burroughs has done a tremendous job there uh, over the last you know decade. Uh, they won 28 games last year. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that number being significantly higher. Uh, Creighton, same way at 25. South Alabama, historically a 35 plus win program every year, won 23 last year, and of course uh, Texas A&M. At 38 wins last year, I, I think that's an Omaha team. If it is, that's uh, that's probably plus 11 or 12. And I, as I said, I just think AM's interesting. They're that's a very intriguing yeah. club. I think they're going to be a fun watch. Uh, Joe, uh, before you give us your roster, why is your franchise called the Joe Joe Joes? Wait, please, yeah, talk to us. Well, my name is Joe. So yeah, that's it. You just like your name times three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like Joe the Seas. you know that ba- that band, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. It's kind of the same concept. It's the JoJo okay. Joes. I like it. Yeah, not familiar with their work, but yes, actually, neither am I. I just know their name. Um, so JoJo Joes. Uh, okay, my team. So I, the first bucket is teams that were good last year that I think have a chance to be better and, and give me marginal gains are NC State and Auburn. Then I've got teams like UCLA, Gonzaga, consistent winners that kind of seemed like maybe they bottomed out a little bit last year. Speaking of bottoming out, Dartmouth with three wins, that's just as low risk as it as it gets, so you, you like that. Um, Baylor was a pick I got. You know, I, I was the last guy to pick a Big 12 team, and I, I just didn't feel comfortable with any of the, the other options there, and so they're starting from a low platform. So that's where I went there. My last two... Um, last two wild cards, South Florida and Kennesaw State. I, I like some of the changes South Florida ha- has made, like just around their staff. I like the talent offensively, and and then Kennesaw State I was really sold by when I when I saw them in the fall and was was kind of surprised they struggled as much as they did in their league last year. So we will certainly see about that. Ladies and gentlemen, your Joe Joe Joes, well done. Thank All you. right, the, your your fabulous Rune Dogs, America's team, if you will. Um, out of the ACC at 1-1, the no-brainer of all no-brainers, Florida State, 23 wins. They're going 40-plus. Um, game, set, match. Uh, SEC, Arkansas is going to go from 43 wins to 55 wins. Kansas State, yeah, 35 to 42 out of the Big 12. Arizona State, I think they're going from 32 to 40. 
Louisville is going from 31 to 40 plus. Northwestern, if you can just go from 10 to 20, let's just we'll call it a, call it a day. That's perfect. Uh, Cal Baptist is going to go from 28 to 35 in the WAC, and Cal Poly is going to go from 21 to 31 in the uh, in the Big West. And so your 2024 national champions will be the fabulous Rune Dogs. That's well done. That is just uh, a strong draft by you two, Coach Rooney. You know, I'm just excited to have some competition this year because you guys, uh, you guys came strong, and I'm and I'm proud of you. I just want to say I'm proud of you. Well, we appreciate. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I know Kendall is just that was important to him coming into this draft. Is yeah, I've been waiting my whole life for for acceptance <laughs> from Aaron. Uh, uh so uh, gentlemen, we are we Coach Rooney is 24 hours from viewing a live college baseball game. And what that means is that this is the perfect time to get your subscription to D1 Baseball and SEC Extra. Now, we have a coupon for you. Um, if you type in Joe, Joe, Joe with an S at the end, Joe, Joe, Joe's, type that in, 0% off. Type in Mr. Corn, type in Kurt Reed, uh, type in Fitty Barrels, 0% off. If you want a discount, type in the number 24 and then season, you'll get 24% off. So 24 season, 24% off, uh, perfect time. During games, you're going to want to pull up player stats. You're going to want to pull up schedules and scores. Um, get your sub right now. No better time. Gentlemen, how are you feeling about that? That was like pretty it. good. I Thank like you. it. Cool. Thank you. Um, I will be in, <laughs> I'll be in Arizona this weekend, which I can't wait for. Fitzy, you're going to be Campbell, Santa Barbara? No, I'm going down to Coastal Carolina. Uh, oh, nice. Duke, we got Duke, Indiana, George Mason, and the Chanticleers, uh, three regional teams last year. Um, and uh, in almost three top 25 teams because Indiana was right on the cusp for us in the preseason. So I feel great about that field. Four regional teams, right? George Mason yep. was in there. That's what I said. Yep. Four regional yep. teams. How about it? Kendall, uh, you're going from, you're going to be in the yeah, man cave? Uh, no, Globe Life. Uh, we've oh. got uh, Tennessee, Texas Tech, Oregon, Nebraska. <laughs> Baylor. Uh, who's the other team there? Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma. So it should be a fun weekend. Yeah, tomorrow night we get uh, Kyle Robinson against Drew Beam. Uh, that'll be a blast. AJ well, Russell, actually. They're going AJ Russell oh, on Friday. Beam's on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, go figure. I love that. <laughs> Sounds like Joe? Russell's been electric. So that'll yeah. actually be a good matchup. Could Russell, Joe, here's the question Could Russell be another one of these guys that. This is I just can't can't get my arms around this where we've got kids that are not playing college baseball their freshman year. And then they're like they're not just good. They're like the best player on their team. Now, I get it. A.J. Russell threw 30 innings last year and he just tore people up for 30 innings. But 30 innings is a light, you know, like that's that's not even an appetizer. I mean, it, it feels like A.J. Russell could be that guy. Yeah. And a lot of those innings didn't come until late, 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 late. Like I saw him against Georgia in early May. He kind of came in and like a, Hey, we need you to get some, some bulk innings here. And I think he was sitting on 15, 16 innings on the year. Um, and I have to wonder, I have not asked, but I have to wonder if he was actually better last year than they thought he'd be because his role just kind of kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And by the time they got to the postseason, it was like, Hey, this guy is actually one of our guys. So I think there's a pretty good look. It's a fastball is like 93 to 97. It's, it's a wipeout breaking ball. Um, 47 strikeouts last year and 30 and a third. Yeah. I think, I think that, so I think there's a chance it's less that, you know, 
they're mixing things up and more just that like Russell might be their best guy. Like Drew Beam's got the experience, but it might just be that Russell's their the dude. Love it. Uh, and where are you headed this weekend, Joe? Spartanburg, South Carolina, primarily Kentucky is there. So you got the the favorite to win the big South conference, uh, really talented old team there at upstate. And then you've got Kentucky coming off a of super regional looking forward to seeing, uh, Travis Smith, who was excellent in the fall. He's Kentucky is hanging a lot of hopes on him being a legit Friday guy, because that's one thing as much success as Kentucky had last year. And, and even in previous years, they, they really haven't had a Friday dude. Uh, maybe since Zach Thompson, I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody else. They've had some nice pitchers, but in terms of like a guy that every Friday you thought that gave them an advantage or at least something close to it, you Sean might have Shelley. to Zach. Yeah. Sean yeah. Yeah. Shelley. Yeah, I, I don't know which one of those guys is more recent, but anyway, uh, I think Thompson was 19. Thompson, so I think he's wow. slightly more recent, but, but yeah, so it's been a little while since they've had like a dude on Fridays and, and Travis Smith certainly has the stuff to be that guy. We'll see. Love it. The Spartans. I, I always want to call UC upstate, like the Highlanders or the Lancers or the Hilltoppers, mm. but they are in fact, mm-hmm. the Spartans. They are the Spartans so, indeed. Yes. Gentlemen, good luck to your teams. Everyone enjoy opening weekend. We are, we, when you're listening to this, you might be on your way to the first game of the season. Hard to believe it's here, but we're grateful for it. Um, so enjoy. We'll get back into our, our podcast routine next week, you know, recaps on Monday ish and then previews Thursday ish as the season progresses. And, uh, And that's it. Happy opening uh, weekend, everybody. And we will catch you next time on the D1 Baseball Podcast. The D1 Baseball Podcast is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.